Welcome to the worst gig of my life. I'm Joe Lucas and I chat with musicians, bands and comedians to hear the real, uncensored stories of the worst gigs I've ever played. This week we have Jimmy Harwood, a super talented singer-songwriter with velvety smooth vocals. Have you ever been too inebriated to perform? Well, keep listening to hear Jimmy do just that. After our chat, Jimmy played his brand new unreleased song, One in a Million. Before we start, I'd like to thank our caterers, Devarit Catering, who provide award-winning pies for all of our guests. Enjoy the show and sorry for the bad language. So, bro, when I was, like, fresh 18, um, i just finished high school, I'm pretty sure. Um, and, man, because i got a band that I play with for my music, if that makes sense, um, every now and then. And um, we got put on this, like, little, you know, rock and roll, what is it, Last Chance Rock and Roll Bar? I was there last week, yeah. Oh, true, yeah, it was there. <laughs> It was like a little day festival sort of thing. Like they had heaps of bands playing. Nice. And um, I think we played first, first or second or something. And um, after after our set was actually like pretty sick. And then we finished it and like my band weren't really drinking at the time. And a couple of them drove. So Good for um, them. Hey, yeah, good bro, for them. Good for them. <laughs> Anyways, I had heaps of mates there and shit. So finished the set, went outside to like with the outside, like having a ciggy and stuff. And... Um, all the boys, all my band were like, bro, we're not going to drink our riders. And I was like, <laughs> well, you're in, well, you're in luck, hey, because I, I will. Luck, so um, being the silly 18-year-old that I was, <laughs> I fucking drank most of them. And then went down, after that, I was like pretty pretty hammered. And then <laughs> went down to the park. I think it was, what, Flagstaff or something? Park beers. There? Yeah, park beers. And then... I had a spliff with some friends and then I was like pretty pretty loose bro <laughs> pretty loose and then I like sort of realised that I had a gig at night as well oh no wait so what time this was like a, I played at like 1pm yeah and what time did you have to play at night like 8, 7 and what but, time was it when you realised you were fucked uh, probably 4 or 5 I can't even remember bro <laughs> like straight <laughs> I, was, I was pretty hammered um, cause, you know yeah it's pretty fucked. And then my mates pretty much chucked me in an Uber because my band, like, went home just after we played the first set. Um, and they were pretty much at the gig, like, sound-checking for me and shit because I was just, like, <laughs> all over the shop. And then um, my mates just shoved me in an Uber. I'm pretty sure I fell asleep in the Uber. And I woke up and I was, like, outside the venue. <laughs> my gig. I'm like, oh, fuck. Um, and then went in. I was just stumped. Like, I was just... It was just so embarrassing, bro. Like, straight up. Oh, so no. I was like, yeah. I Do think you... at the time I thought I was doing really well on stage, but I went to school on the Monday. And because um, all my band were in, they were in my, like, they were in my high school music class. Yeah. And I was like, oh, boys, how, how was last night? Because it was on a Sunday. <laughs> and they're like, bro. <laughs> it was bro. a fucking shit show, man. He's <laughs> like, that was, they were just like, that was so embarrassing. And I was like, I'm so sorry. But. The best part about it is, like, the only good part about it is that, like, ever since then, I've only had a couple of beers before my set. Like, I've been real... Smart. Because it was, fuck, so embarrassing. Yeah, you don't, right? like, don't want to go back there again. Yeah, and I remember, like, saying, the, I think the promoter, I remember being like, oh, thanks thanks for having us, Sean. And he just, like, shook his head at me and shit. And I'm like... Oh, no. Yeah, so embarrassing. But um, ever since then, I've been on the ball with... Did you get another gig... 
there. No. Relative. No. Never again? No. Never again. Oh, no. (laughs) You're blacklisted. Yeah, probably. But, um, yeah. I'm just glad I sorted my shit out soon. <laughs> straight yeah, after you, that, I you guess. learnt your lessons. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, it was pretty bad, man. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound great. It's like that Family Guys skit where like Peter and Lois are in a band and they think they're playing really well, but they're just really stoned and they sound horrible. But to them, they think they yeah, sound that, really that's good. Yeah, exactly what it would have been like for me, too. <laughs> like shocking. And even the other week, man. You know, I was saying I play at Lucky Cock. Yeah. Um, it's funny that this happened like two weeks ago. Um. I got there and I was meant to, I'm meant to play a two hour set and when I'm playing solo with my acoustic and stuff I use my loop pedal and like a bunch of pedals and stuff Yeah. and um, I plug my guitar in like set everything up and the speakers were just crackly like super crackly like mm. every time I play my guitar like I figured out it wasn't my guitar but it was just the speakers and I played for like 10 minutes and there was this group of um, I didn't know what, what the fuck to do pretty much <laughs> there was this group of like um, probably 25 year old UK it was, they were all just getting drunk and stuff in front of me. Yeah. And one of them was like, mate, just take the bloody guitar out the speakers. <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> Bro, I'm like, at a venue, and if I have to play like fully acoustic, yeah. it's like, that's not fun. <laughs> but I did it anyway. And then for the rest of the night, they were just like, because I, I, at Lucky Cock, they let me play my own shit. And I play chucking a couple covers and stuff. But like the rest of the night, I was copying like from this group of UK people. Oh, I'll play Wonderwall. Oh, I'll play, you know. Just, Shut up, mate. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, literally. Um, so that wasn't great fun, but I got through it at least. Yeah. Shit, that's traumatic. Yeah, it was traumatic. Because yeah. Wonderwall was the top of the cake. Man. Yeah, man. Like if your equipment's fucked and you're trying to play, and there's nothing else there what do you even do yeah literally <laughs> just push through it luckily there wasn't too many people there so sort of hear me <laughs> but like you know it's a venue people talking and shit so yeah yeah you don't want to be like you can hear people talking more than you can hear yourself playing. yeah yeah exactly i really had to belt it out <laughs> it wasn't fun, man. do a screamo set yeah literally ruin my vocal cords it'll grow back it's all good yeah <laughs> Do you have any more horror stories you're, uh, have, that you've repressed deep down that well, maybe you're too scared to talk about? Um, I played, the first time I played out of Melbourne, I've had some, like, a lot of bad ones, right? Like, <laughs> like, I've had a big mix, like, a big bunch of them where I've just played to, you know, one person or, like, the bar staff, and there's just no one there. It's That's, a rite of passage, I feel. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, well, if no one's here, I may as well put, like, just practice my set this sort of thing you know yeah like, true true um but the first time i played out of melbourne um my dad drove me to ballarat up to ballarat and um i've supported my mates um twisted willows uh babushka bar i believe it's called mm-hmm. have you been there no yeah it sounds cool though it's an interesting bar bro it's like got a there's a dog that roams around and everything fuck yeah what kind of dog I can't remember. Like, like 17 or <laughs> Four something. legs. Yeah, yeah, it's four. Um, but I was opening for my mates and then probably 20 minutes, in, I had an hour set, and then 20 minutes into my set, this dude rocks up, like stumbles through the door. This He would have been like 50 or 60, like off his face with a bottle of wine. He's like, ah, blah, 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 you know, and I'm like super shy. Oh, I'd only God. played like 10 sets at the time. Yeah. So I was like nervous playing regardless. There wasn't yeah. that. There was probably fifteen people there in the like, 
Anyway, that's a decent sized crowd. I mean, yeah, like starting out, yeah, it's not too bad. Like, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Um, but this dude, I finished one of my songs like after he rolled rolled in, and he just stood up the front. No one was like it was more. Everyone was back. It was it's probably like doubles the size of this room. Yeah, like that way. Um, that like awkward clearance where yeah, people yeah, don't want to stand. And he was right up the front. And I finished one of my songs. He's like, man. I want you to play me your best shit. And I'm like, bro, I'm trying. Like, I'm trying. Fuck bro. off, Graham. Yeah, pretty much, bro. <laughs> Fuck off, Graham. And, um, yeah, every time I'd finish a song, he's like, man, like, play me your best shit. I'm like, fuck off, bro. Oh, no. So that was kind of annoying because ha- like, for the rest of the set, he was just, like, hassling me. But I kind of just went along with it and had a gag. But me spit in his face a little bit. <laughs> Get the dog to come over and take him. <laughs> Sick him, boy. Yeah, mate. <laughs> trying to think if there's any other ones. There's nothing worse than that first one. Like that sounds like a really. Does that mean the at least you don't remember it that well? Yeah, I the guess performance. So. I guess so. But um. What was what was the bar that? Oh, you played but it was at? like some like at the time it was like a church that turned into like a venue over in Hawthorne oh that's you know, pretty cool yeah it was pretty cool um, I went and saw some friends play there a couple times but wait it's not near, near Swinburne is it I think so it's not like right on the corner I think I know it's the like, one you talk do they like play a... futsal in there sometimes like is it like a big open oh, maybe is it like hardwood floors I yeah. think it might be the one that's like right near it's like on the Swinburne. corner and there's like it's pretty like in in the sub, like, I don't know how to explain it. Oh, it's maybe not, it's not. It's not right near the shops. It's it's in, like, a little... Must be a different yeah, church bro. converted to an <laughs> <Yeah>. activities hall. <laughs> That's it. Uh, did you ever try and, like, contact them again and be like... Um, not really. I, um... Just pulled the plug, like, yeah, nah, I'm just going to forget that yeah, ever happened. Yeah, I don't think that dude likes me, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> at all. I don't know why. Okay. <laughs> He's overreacting. Nah. But, um... Yeah getting it was funny because when i was 18 i like used to like b- before that i get i'd have a fair few beers before i played but i never got that mm. that loose but you gotta calm the nerves yeah yeah um but when i started gigging i was like oh yeah get fucked up gigs and shit. <laughs> rock and roll calm yeah <laughs> and now yeah play so much better so it's ridiculous <laughs> yeah. yeah probably not a, a less nervous than when you started yeah for by, sure by a lot yeah well, yeah, I've definitely come a long way since I started. Like, I think of what I was like going up on stage when I was younger. Pretty, mm. pretty damn nervous, but um, yeah, way more confident now. I guess you could say. What do you think helped build the confidence? I don't know. Oh, just playing heaps and heaps. Mm. Um, yeah, just playing probably too much to be honest. <laughs> it was hard to get people. <laughs> I've stopped like this year after COVID trying to um just play you know a headline show every now and then so the shows are actually somewhat big yeah because i used to play you know three four five gigs a week and it's like how do how do you get everyone to the yeah, same true. place to play a big gig um that's a good strategy yeah it was good to smash them out well you know in year, tw- year 12 i yeah. just went and played open mics get all the shit ones out of the way yeah really. <laughs> year 12 i just went and smashed heaps of open mics um in the weekdays and then after year 12 got some bigger like paid gigs and stuff and then yeah but i feel like it's time to play my own headline shows where they're spread out pretty much yeah for sure yeah. and you got some bangers now too oh, geez, bro. <laughs> sunday feeling yeah slaps 
Yeah, I'm kind of keen for the next ones. To be honest, it's good to just like that song. We started that song, uh, Me Sunday and Remedy. Like, I think it was summer of 2019. Shit, that's a long time. Yeah, we hung on it for a long time, but um, waiting for the right moment. <laughs> yeah, pretty. I wanted to do like a music video and do it properly and all that because I was pretty keen on the song. Fuck yeah. Um, it's a good song. Cheers, bro. <laughs> it's a weird. It's funny. Like, there's this thing called Submit Hub. Where you can, if you release a track, you can submit it to blogs and even TikTok people and influencers and stuff to share it. Oh, I didn't know um, about that. That's cool. Yeah, it's sick, man. Um, but a lot of the, because you get feedback if you um, submit your track. And a lot of the feedback was like, yeah, we really like the song, but we think it should just be like a full pumping like techno, not techno, but like a house track, just like full <laughs> dance track. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I just changed the entire song. Yeah, it's just, sick, it man. wouldn't be what it is if it was, <laughs> if it was like that. But you just um, take comfort in the fact that they're probably dumb. Yeah, maybe it is a weird mix. Like it's pretty raw acoustic. Like it almost sounds folky at the start, and then it's like dance. So mm, it's up. Sort of get what they mean. But I got a remix done of it, so that'll come out soon. Fuck yeah! It's full. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> but what advice would you give to a band or up and coming? Let's say you would talk to yourself when you're 18. What advice would you give to yourself after playing the worst gig? Oh, it's just don't get fucked up before it, bro. <laughs> it's so simple as that. Simple as that. I don't actually it's think so that's a bit of advice we've had so far. That's, yeah, it's that's so, good. It's so much more fun when you're on the ball and playing well and know you're playing well, you know? So mm. that's probably a solid bit of advice, I'd say. <laughs> okay, and that's a great bit and of advice. Just practice and play lots. Fantastic. Right. Simple, simple advice, but we might close out there. Jimmy, thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for, thanks for the bro. stories. Thanks for the no embarrassment that you shared with us. <laughs> yeah, dozens of Pretty viewers. <laughs> and what song are you going to be playing? Um, an unreleased one called what? One in a Million. Yeah. What? Do you want me to this play is, Sunday this, Feeling? Is no, no. Is this the very first time you've, you're going to be playing it? Yeah. For me, I feel special. Well, it's a track that um, me and my mate Chatty wrote and... Well, we had a demo of it and then literally two weeks ago I got up the demo because it was only like a quarter, half done. Mm. I got up the demo and chucked it in Ableton and like finished it pretty much. So I'm like way, I was, when we made it, I was keen as on it and then we sort of yeah. just drifted off and then I've come back to it and it's like way better than I thought it was going to be. So Fuck yeah, brand new track. What, yeah. what was it called again? One in a Million. One in a Million. Yeah. All right, coming at you right now. Yeah. It's lucky you won in 
grab my heart, rip it out my chest Squeeze it tightly and hold on to it The wild card I never knew I'd see in front of me And when it's torn into it ain't that fun Go on and pick me up with you Wild card I always need Like the lottery you won in a million Got so lucky I'm that I can fit it That's it. Thanks for listening. Next week we have Earl Grey's Breakfast Tea, a hard-rocking, high-energy three-piece band. If you enjoyed this, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or whichever podcast platform you're listening from. The theme song for The Worst Gig of My Life was produced by Nathan Laurent. The interview and live set was recorded and mixed by Nathan Laurent. See you next week.